Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've been waiting for, a podcast for podcasters. This is Creating the Greatest Show, and I'm your host, Casey Cheshire. Join me as we interview podcast hosts and investigate the ingredients of a successful interview podcast. We'll talk mistakes, earned skills, powerful questions, and more. This show is sponsored by Ringmaster, completely done for you, B2B podcast production. I hit the button, which means all of this magic converges into one spot. It's like a laser beam of awesomeness that is about to go down here. I can't wait to introduce my guest to you today. She is an absolute badass. She is a content marketing mastermind and podcaster. She's worked with all sorts of brands like Eggo and Rice Krispies and Blue Cross and Cottonelle, McDonald's. But now she's bringing it to the enterprise SaaS world, the tech world, and all sorts of places. She is on the move and on the rise, co-host of That's Marketing Baby, Jess Cook. Welcome to the show. Wow, thank you. That was, that is an introduction. Thank you yeah. so much. I'm so excited to be here. Well, you are just a wealth of knowledge. And you know what? We get to hang out and talk podcasting. So let's right. go. Here's my first question to you. This is how we start the magic, start the laser beam. It's this singular question that has so much in it. We're, I can't wait to unpack it with you. Pull back the curtain for us on your show, Jess, and share your most important strategy for a great podcast. Absolutely. So I'm co-host of That's Marketing Baby. It is a weekly podcast for B2B SaaS marketers uh, and e-com marketers. Um, we dabble in that a bit as well. Um, and my co-host and I, uh, my co-host is Susan Wenegrad. Um, she Shout out is to Susan. An that's right. She is absolute mastermind in the world of like paid media um, and just a brilliant, brilliant, like all around marketer in her own right. And she and I really, you know, we let me back up a little bit. We met. Uh, we were coworkers. We were the entire marketing team at a company called Marpipe. And we did the uh, Marpipe podcast and we had a blast doing that. Okay. And when we both left Marpipe, we were like, we've got to keep doing this. Like, there's something here. We had a lot of fun with it. And we started to kind of look at the market. Like, what is out there right now in the world of marketing podcasts? And what we realized was there was a gap. There was uh, a gap when it came to a marketing podcast hosted by two women that did not feel serious, that felt fun, like you were talking to a friend um, that felt more reminiscent of a true crime podcast like format than it did a, a marketing podcast. And that was where we really wanted to go. So we were like, there's this gap there and we really, really want to fill it. And we think we have like what it takes to fill that. Um, and so that was really where we started. Like it was like, we want to do this. And there is this um, kind of space, this void in the podcast Landia that uh, needs filling and, and who, who better than us to do it? Yeah. So I love the fact that we started with some research to go, what's out there? I mean, sometimes yeah. we just sort of launch things. And we're like, well, whatever. But you took that extra step back to say, what's out there? You know, if, if there had been an exact duplicate of your podcast in the style and the format and everything, would you still have launched your pod? 
I think we would have. I think we would have had to find a little bit different format or way to go about it. I think we just we just would have wanted to. That's just kind of who yeah. we are and how we operate. Um, but I think we got lucky where it was just kind of like there wasn't anything like it yet. And um and so we just kind of did our did our thing. Um no, yeah. it's not to say that we won't kind of change it up as we go, but we're we're in early days. Like we launched in January of this year. Um and uh, you know, it's going really well. The reception's been amazing. Um and when you say we did research, like I literally did research. I took a month. Yeah, tell me about that. I know that women occupy 60% of marketing roles, but it felt like I was not seeing that represented in uh, the content that I was seeing in my LinkedIn feed. And so I took an entire month where I documented every time I saw a clip from a, from a podcast, a marketing podcast specifically. Yeah. And I, I documented when I saw the hosts were two men, two women, or a man and a woman. 60, nearly 66% of these podcast clips featured two men really 20 nearly 26 percent featured a man and a woman and just under nine percent featured two women and i just thought that was shocking knowing that women occupy 60 percent of all marketing roles and so that yeah, to me just, said like there's yeah. there's absolutely space for for more female-led podcasts out there you know, it blows my mind um, that two thirds of all the podcasts were like two guys chatting. Oh, would yeah. they both be hosts, or did that count if they one was a guest? Like if there's a male. Yeah, that's a good question. I didn't. I didn't kind of dug, dig that far into it. Yeah, I just kind of wanted to see like, what was see represented in my feed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So twenty six percent of the time it was a guy and a gal chatting, uh, but two women. How? I also, I mean, I wonder. How much is left in this? Did you ever see just like a solo person or was it was it typically someone? I only documented it if it was two people on screen. I was trying to like take a lot of variables I like out, them. right? So I like that. That, yeah. was my, that was my method. Uh, you know, it, I know it's not like incredibly scientific, but I just kind of wanted to see what 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 I was what was out there, um, you know, and and uh, I think the other thing that was interesting was when I posted this. I had a lot of people comment and say, um, you know, women, uh, a lot of podcast hosts comment and say, women don't ask to be on my podcast at the same rate men do. And I thought that was really interesting, too, where women feel they need to be asked rather than go and advocate for themselves and just ask to be on the podcast. Interesting. So, I know we're on a little tangent here now, but no, it's I, think, cool I feel like, I like this is really important. Like. If you want to be important. on a podcast, go ask because go ask. odds are that host is looking for a guest. You know, it's interesting, though, because a lot of the podcast bookers I get are just like terrible asks. They're yeah. probably mostly for guys, too, if I'm thinking about it. Like, again, this is like completely scientific. This whole podcast yeah, this yeah, is yeah. the podcast scientific pod. Um, but yeah. So but podcast bookers, terrible asks. But then individuals reaching out. I did have a, um, this one woman sent this a great, the best pitch I've ever seen. I should interview her on here. It was, it was amazing. And she's definitely going to be on the show, but you're right. Most of the time people aren't asking, um, do you like that for your show? Do you, do you like that? You want people reaching out and asking, do you ask them more? So I think I do more of the what? asking than the. Yeah. You know? We're so new. 
we haven't we we've only done a handful of interviews sure um i would say 90 percent of the time it's just susan and i have a topic we want to yeah, like, talk no, about we're fun. experiencing right now um but we are very conscious of when we have guests um who they are and and that we're not asking the same type of person over and over um, because there's just so many, so many perspectives out there and so many different ways to tackle marketing. Um, and yeah, that's really important to us. Yeah, because I think you, the, at least the one thing you can take control over is as a host who you ask, you know, like if yeah. you make that a thing and long ago on my marketing pod, I just made it a thing where I was like, I need to learn from everybody. If I was sick of being in this, like the same Salesforce echo chamber yes. over and over again. So I was like, please bring me something. I remember one time someone on Twitter was like, I'm the Beyonce of marketing. And I was like, okay, let's go. We got to chat. You know, That's, like, I need anyone to who talk says to you. that, I need to chat with you. Uh, so yeah, getting different kinds of perspective. But that's interesting that the stats would show that. I also wonder, you know, are, are women asking women to be on the show too? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But you decided there's a gap. There's like a, and that's some great, you know, again, scientific research, but uh, that's some great data. And so you were like, what's going on? There's a, there's a yeah. serious gap here, especially if most women are, you know, most of marketers are women, 66% at least, or 60%, yeah. then 60%. we should have, like, let's go. So you, you went off and right? created that. Yeah. So we went off and created it. We, we were, um, one other thing that was really important to us was, um, was the name. We wanted, we wanted the show to immediately, uh, sound fun, um, convey the attitude and kind of the like sass or sarcasm that we envisioned being part of the show. Yeah. So, um, we took a weekend and we were like, all right, by the end of this weekend, we're going to have the name. And we texted back and forth all weekend long. Um, I think the funny thing about Susan and I, we've only met in person twice. She lives in Richmond, Virginia, and I live really? an hour north of Detroit, Michigan. So this is done all like <laughs> text and Zoom. Um, what a time to be alive, eh? But uh, Seriously. Um, yeah, so we, uh, we just shot a bunch of names back and forth. We... Um, you know, we kind of like, we we're trying to make it like kind of fun and like, we wanted to feel like everybody could be in on it. It wanted, to, I don't know. We, we just wanted it to feel different than what's out there. Right. A lot of the podcast shows are like the B2B marketing show. <laughs> They're very straightforward. Um, so, totally. We, we want a little bit of attitude. And so where we landed, uh, we landed on the name that weekend. That's marketing baby. It was actually something that I had remembered. Susan said one time, um, when I was kind of talking about like, you know, uh, attribution is so hard and like, but it's so amazing when you like, you know, see something that works and she was like, yeah, that's marketing baby. And, uh, so it was like that, I, I love that. And it instantly conveys like, it's not stuffy. It's fun. Right. It's for everybody. Um, and so, yeah, that's where we landed. Super cool. And, and you were deliberate and intentional about wanting to convey the fun. And you, yeah. I, I think you definitely accomplished your goal as a as a listener because I, I get the sense oh it's not you know the serious you know let's wear our business formal clothes and yeah you know but i don't i'm i'm sure there's a place for that somewhere but oh yeah absolutely some of my favorite want. podcasts are like nitty-gritty details and like getting into the thing 
Um, but sometimes you just need something a little more lighthearted. Right. You need to be able to pick and choose where your, where your attitude is. I mean, I've got pods I'll listen to if I want to geek out and other times I just want to bro out. You know, I want to just yeah go mindless and sometimes I want to go super mindful and, and yeah. yeah, I think it's, it's cool. It's okay to just say like, look, your listeners aren't like your buyers aren't like a one track mind. They have different moods and flows. And sometimes you will listen to, you know, Casey and Jess be crazy. And sometimes you want to get all serious and talk yeah. about B2B marketing funnels, you know? Exactly. Right. That's right. For sure. Okay. So, so you did the research, you got the name and then what then? In your, in your launch process? Where do you go from there? Do you just start recording or what? How did okay. it develop? Yeah. Um, so we are, we are big planners, she and I, and we can get, you know, if she and I sit down for an hour, we can get three months worth of <laughs> planning ready to go. So, you know, we sat down, we figured out what, are, you know, what are the topics we want to talk about? Um, how can we, so she and I are both moms. We both also have full-time jobs. So this is like a side project. Like, how can we make this manageable um, while with all of that kind of um, going on as well? So we knew we wanted it to be kind of short and quick yep, and also super actionable. Like, we want to be able to give people things they can turn around and try tomorrow at work. Um, and so those were kind of the guardrails. Um, and the other nice thing is she and I have a great yin and yang. So I have a ton of, like, content and brand and, like, organic experience. And she has a ton of like paid and amplification and distribution experience. And so that's a really nice little like we can kind of bring a lot of people into the fold. Yeah. And believe it or not, there's a ton of marketers out there who do all of that right on a very small team. So um, they're looking for anything to kind of give themselves a leg up. So we know we know our listeners really well. Um, she and I had already built a decent following. She'd built a great following on, on Twitter. I would built one on LinkedIn. So we kind of knew like we had some ears and eyes um, that if we started this thing, we could get a decent launch uh, going and yeah. um, we'd be able to get some great feedback on it as well. So we know with a bit of planning under our belt, um, we just kind of started recording. We also decided to start. We weren't going to do any video. We wanted to make it very easy on ourselves, just audio, just to get started. Um, we were really only going to kind of promote it on our social uh, channels of choice um, just to kind of make sure there was like, hey, we love doing this, but like, do people actually want to listen? Um, and we set some some goals for ourselves in terms of like, all right, once we get, you know, six months into this, what what is success? Like, what would mean we should keep going? Um, and we ended up, we ended up hitting those goals. We, we wanted it to be a weekly podcast. It ended up being about an every 10 day podcast, you know, life, um, sure, and totally. again, it being kind of a side project. Um, but it did really, really well. We, we amassed, um, a decent number of like monthly downloads and subscribers and, and it, it proved to us like, this is viable. People want something like this. So, so let's keep it going. Um, we ended season one. Uh, at the very beginning of this summer, because, you know, again, we're moms, the kids are going to be home. <laughs> we we knew it was going to be a little harder to have some quiet time. Um, and we thought, let's take the summer and really dig deep and and start planning for season two. So um, that was kind of the start of it. Um, and season two just started at the beginning of September. 
Um, and we're right back into it and it, it's wow. so much fun. Um, we really have like a good groove now. Um, the, the, it's growing. Um, you know, we look at the numbers now and they're, they're even better than they were before, which is, is. like, don't let anyone tell you, you can't take a break from a podcast. You can take a break from a podcast. You can do a little, you know, between season, um, hiatus if you need to. Um, the listeners will come back. Uh, and that, that was exciting to see. That's a scary thought, right? If I stop doing this, then all of that hard work of finding these few amazing people who actually want to listen to me for an hour uh, will yeah. be gone. But yeah. they won't. And I would say if the content is good, they, yeah. they will come right back. They will come right back oh, and they will grow. Uh, so many things I want to ask you about from that. One, I heard setting a goal before you even began. Because, you know, so many people pod fade, right? They get going and then it's just, not meeting their expectations because it's hard work and it takes a long time and maybe no one's listening. So thinking back, do you remember what kind of goals you set for yourselves at six, for like six months or, or yeah, I mean like certain number of listeners or what kind of? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So we had um, a certain number of, we, we were looking for subscribers, kind of certain number of okay. subscribers, certain number of monthly downloads. Um certain number of followers on LinkedIn because we started a, like a page for That's Marketing Baby on LinkedIn. Um, and then average podcast downloads per episode. So kind of we're just splicing the data a couple different ways, right? Um, a lot of those have some overlap, but we just kind of wanted to, to see what that looked like and if, like, if those numbers could continue to grow. Um, so those were kind of the goals we, we looked at. Um, you know, I'm sure they're relatively modest in terms of like what, you know, Dave Gerhardt is getting with Exit 5 and things like that. But From the woods. Right. Yeah, exactly. But for, for us, for just starting out, having no paid presence for just yeah. using our own kind of social channels, we were really, really happy with the, the reception we saw and just the, the feedback from people. Um, you know, hey, I've never heard anyone explain it that way before. Um, I've, I've always wondered how that worked and like was afraid to ask, or I'm like new to this and the way that you all explain things makes me feel not dumb. Thank you. <laughs> you know? And so it was, wow. it was things like that where Susan and I had both felt that before. Like there are a lot of things that can make you feel really stupid or really scared to ask a question or like, shouldn't I know this? Or is this like obvious to other people? Right. And so um, I think we're also not afraid of being really vulnerable and, and talking about like, we both have imposter syndrome. There was a point where like, I didn't know what any of these acronyms meant. Right. Um, right. So really just trying to break it down to a level um, where people feel like, okay, yeah, this is, this is for me. Like I, I, I'm not alone and not knowing some of this stuff, um, wow. which is great. So I think that's part of why it's grown so quickly and has done so well is we're just real. So real people, but also I'm hearing really helpful too. Like you really yeah. are helping people and they must be spreading the word amongst each other. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. We get, so um, many people get that wrong or don't ever get that to click. They're just talking yeah. and then they record it and then no one listens. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think again, the content is there. The rapport between Susan and I is there. Um, people feel like they know us. We hear that all the time. Like, I feel like I already know you. 
And we love that. Um, we love, love hearing that. Um, the other thing we started uh, kind of during our break this summer was a newsletter. So that's Marketing wow. KB has an official newsletter called Rants and Raves. It's a weekly newsletter. Um, Heck yeah. And it just kind of collects all the things we don't get to talk about every week. Susan and I each have one rant and one rave, like something we love and something we loathe in the world of marketing right now. Wow. And so that is now, that's now part of the goal too, is like, let's grow that thing. Um, so we're kind of using it all as a little bit of an ecosystem, right? We're promoting it on our LinkedIn page. We're both promoting it in our social channels. We're using the newsletter to promote. We're using all of those channels to then promote the newsletter. Right. Um, so yeah, it's like a really nice little couple double double flywheel um i don't know venn diagram of a flywheel makes sense together. to me yeah yeah like yeah putting it across multiple channels across multiple people yeah well i wanted to to shift it because susan is obviously a vip she's a rock star you guys are working this yeah. thing together can you talk to me about co-hosting did yeah. did your mar was it mar pipe mar pipe mar, which is a weird mar name pipe. yep i know I think <laughs> it like stood for something. It was like an acronym. Yeah. And then they like just kind of like pretended that didn't happen. And then it was just. I like your new one way better. <laughs> <laughs> so did you have a co-host on that show too? Yeah. She and I were the co-hosts. So that oh, was, the, that was a company were. we worked at together. Oh, yeah, um, and the, the software was for uh, creative testing for digital ads. Oh, and cool. so she and I did the, did that podcast because we're both marketers we both yeah. have you know ad experience and um and yeah when we left there it was like man that was fun we just got to keep doing that yeah you know have you ever gone back and listened to like Marpipe episode one i haven't i'm afraid <laughs> very afraid i'm afraid to go back and listen to that's marketing baby episode one um you know what you totally you do, should you sometime more comfortable um as you go you know totally and you know i, I went back and listened to my on my marketing pod, the hardcore marketing show, see like episode one, right? And I, <laughs> I, and I, and I looked back on mercy and humility to myself because I was like, you didn't yeah. know any better, but I definitely violate a lot of the rules I would teach people to not do these days. But it, it's a thing. But the reason I ask is because you've had so much experience working with a co-host. What are the pros? What are the cons? What have you been able to figure out over time on how to work together on this thing? how not to jump on top of each other and all the stuff that you could imagine could happen. Okay. A couple things. One um, huge pro is the accountability. Um, so she and I, I think if I were to do this alone, I, I it would fall off my radar. Like I just, I would, I would want to keep it going. I would try my hardest. Yeah. Um, but it's a lot. It's a lot to keep all of those kind of balls in the air. Um, and so she and I split the responsibility, right? Like she, we have someone who cuts the podcast for us, um, both audio and, and the full length video. So she gets all of the files to them. Once those are done, she sends them to me and I'm uploading them. I'm getting them, you know, published. I'm finding clips and using Descript to cut a couple clips so that we have something to promote, uh, on our channels with, um, we both do our part to write the email. I'm typically the one that goes in and edits. She's the one who's like creating the graphics for things, right? So it's like we split it very, very evenly um, in terms of the, the workload. So I think that is a huge, huge plus. You're not doing it yourself. Um, 
I think another plus is you can get a lot of di- you can get you know two different perspectives on something. Mm, um, yeah. We don't usually disagree because we've kind of been through all the same things and have done this right. for a long time and kind of know what's what. But um, you know, we might be able to at least add on to, hey, that made me think of this, right? Um, or I have a story about that an exact time that happened to me. Um, and so I think it's just like a really nice, like it's almost like improv, like yes and, right? Like yeah. you're always uh, you know, layering on top of each other's stories. We definitely jump on top of each other in terms of like we get so excited sometimes we're we're talking over each other magic of editing can can cut some of that out. I think something that really helps with that is before each episode, we're creating an outline of exactly what we're going to talk through, who's going to kind of own this or at least lead this part. Um, and, and you get very good about like just bringing in some pauses, right? Like being when you get done talking, you're kind of waiting, making sure the other person doesn't have something else to say and then moving on because again, you can edit all of that silence out. Um, but you want to make sure that, you know, each person gets their gets their say. We are a pretty short podcast. Like we try to keep everything under, I think our longest episode is 37 minutes. We try to keep everything under 30. Um, one, because again, it's a side gig. Right. Two, we know a lot of our listeners are busy too. Like they're they're usually listening to us. Um, I like to call it on their hot marketer walks. They're like, you know, <laughs> they're taking their quick break for the day yeah. and they're just going for a walk or they're dropping the kids off at daycare. Like they only have, you know, 20, 30 minutes in the car or outside. So um, we try to keep it short and super actionable for people. Like every time they know they're going to come away with something really valuable and it's not going to take an hour to get there. Okay. This so the idea of letting the other person jump in, a little bit of bit of a pause. The idea that you you can always edit out longer pauses. So when and out, just we good, you good, you good. Okay, hey, we're good. We're gonna move on. But no stone unturned. Also, the idea of who will lead this part. Do you have certain? And it's like, do you alternate? You have certain things, and so you just know, like, okay, she's gonna take the reins on this particular topic or segment. Yeah. Susan, um, obviously with her expertise and paid, she's always going to take like, I'm more than happy to like let her lead those sections and vice versa with me in terms of like organic or content. Um, we're also very good about like, Hey, I would love to hear your thoughts on this too, from a paid perspective or an organic perspective. Like, I think that's something that's really important to us is like making sure we get the other person's thoughts in there. Um, because we like it to be really, really, uh, well-rounded. Um, and sometimes there's just like a, a really nice way to describe or explain something. And, you know, so there'll be, we'll be going kind of through the outline before we hit record. And it's like, Hey, this section, like I, how would we, how would we explain that? And she'd be like, I've got, I've got something like, let me take that. Mm -hmm. So I think part of it is just a little bit of preparation. And I will be very honest. We're not, I mean, we're not prepping for an hour before this. We're, we're jumping on the zoom call or we use Zencaster, but, um, you know, Hey, what are, what are we talking about today? Okay. Let's talk about this. Let's draft a quick outline. You want to take that? Yeah. I want to take that. Okay. I'll take this. I have a little story to go with it. Like, I mean, it is, it is pretty, (laughs) it's pretty loose, but I think that's why it's so fun because it doesn't feel rehearsed. Right. We're just going for it. There, there's an underlining organization to it. There's an underlying structure but on the surface level, you're able to be real and accept 
imperfectness and incompleteness, yeah. but then roll with it. And so, so it's almost like you block out maybe an hour and then you're chatting for the first couple minutes just to figure it out, hit and record, yeah. having a good time, call it a day. How, how do you go about, I, I, I've heard several times now, you're taking responsibility for being able to present actionable items. And it sounds yeah. like sooner than later. So how do you, how do you, you know, cause that's like almost like a, another layer to the podcast where, yeah, we're just having a conversation, but in the back of your mind is like, I want there to be action. So do you have, I don't know if you've even thought about this, you just, just do, but like, how do you, how do you go about trying to accomplish that goal all within the confines of like a conversation? Yeah. So, um, we definitely build that into these outlines where it's like, okay, um, you know, we're going to talk about what not to do with email. That's the topic. And, you know, she and I will each come up with like a handful of things that we, we gotcha. each, you know, we're going to go back and forth and we're going to tackle these six things. We'll each take three. And so each of those six things is like super actionable, but we kind of come at it from like, a, okay, here's the thing with, you know, subject lines. And then we're kind of giving this nice, big kind of 30,000 foot view. Sure. Right. Like conceptual, whatever. And then we're coming down to the level of like, but if you try this or if you test this or if you use this tool, you know, it can get you X, Y, Z. So I think we're very good about like starting at things from kind of a, um, yeah, just a really high level of like, rationale and strategy and then bringing it right down to tactics that can help build that strategy. Would you say that your your actions are almost explicitly noted in your prep notes before you begin or do you discover them along the way? A little bit of both. Okay. Um, sometimes it's like, yeah, I have a great example for this. Yeah. Um, and then other times she'll have an example for something or she'll be talking through a, a, a tactic or a, some sort of actionable item. And I'm like, you know what? It reminds me of this one time mm -hmm. when I did this, you know? And so then we're able to kind of tack onto each other's ideas, which is, which is also helpful. That's examples the magic, right? Also, Bouncing like, back and forth. Yeah. And if you can give examples, that's how so many people's brains, like you can explain a high level concept to people, but until they hear like, and this is how I implemented it before, it's a lot harder to wrap their brains around it. And so once they right. have that great example, a lot of people, like 90% of the time, people can be like, oh, I know exactly how to apply that to my current role. And I'm going to try that tomorrow. Right. Jeez. Uh, so good. I love this. Everything's wonderful. Podcasting is the best. What's the challenge? Do you have any challenges you're trying to tackle? I think the challenge uh, for us right now is keeping things relevant, talking about things people really want to hear about right mm. now in this moment, in this current climate, environment, whatever, um, and growth and just like making sure that we're not letting our foot off the gas, like that we're consistently driving that value, that we aren't getting lazy or, you know, really just keeping it at that high level so people start to feel like, oh, we can't, that's not something usable, right? Like. I kind of know all that in theory. So I think really just making sure we're delivering that value um, and, and keeping the authenticity, like just never, never feeling like we are not um, real, um, that we're not afraid to like share failures. Um, yeah, I, I think those are all like really important right now. I, 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 
I'm sure this show will evolve as it yeah. as we take it over time. But right now, it feels like we're in a really good place, and I just want to continue to do more of that um, because it seems like that's what people want. So we're just going to keep doing what the people want, doing what they want. But at the same time, it sounds like you found the, again the gap that not only do people want. And not only do you have the capacity to do, but something that you want to do. It sounds like you're having yeah, fun. We are. So yeah. much fun. Um, so much fun. Sometimes we, <laughs> we get distracted. Um, sure. There's definitely been, uh, I'll say, at least one time where we got, like, we're, we're talking through a topic. We're like, man, this episode's going great. We're like, you know, thumbs upping each other. Like, yeah, that was a good point. And we get to the end and we're like oh my God, we didn't record that. <laughs> so we no. have to start over and do it again. Um, but you know, did you do like, the whole episode over again? We did redo the entire episode. Do you think um, it sounded better the know, first time or the second time, do you think? That's a good question. I, I, I'm going to say the second time. I'm going to say it was yeah, better maybe, the second yeah. time we actually hit record because we'll never know. And uh, I know. It'll make me feel better if I, <laughs> if I say it's the second time. But we do. We have a great time. We love it. Um, the hope is someday to take this and turn it into its own media company. So yeah. the vision is podcast and newsletter, but also courses and community um, wow. and and kind of taking this thing all the way. Uh, and so that that's really exciting to us. That's the goal. Um, we have kind of a, a time frame in mind for when we want that to happen, probably over the next 18 months to two years. Wow. Um, yeah. So we're just going to kind of keep keep adding as we as we go and as we can and um we brought some sponsors on which is really helpful that that's kind of um how we're able to get a lot of these tools and pay for kind of editing and and taking some things off of our plate sure. um so that we can keep growing and scaling um so that's been really really exciting too wow how how did you go about landing sponsors i i gotta imagine people are curious about that we were very lucky in that both of our sponsors reached out to us. Huh. Um, and we kind of had to like make up sponsorship packages. Um, not, <laughs> neither of us had really done this before, right? Right. Um, and so we kind of took a look at our numbers and, you know, what we felt was a realistic kind of price for where we were at and the momentum sure. we have. And, the very, very tight um, niche audience that we have um, and, and priced it kind of that way. Um, sure. And, and, you know, so, and with the newsletter, we're able to offer a little bit more too. So we're able to do like, um, yeah, podcast mention. Um, so LinkedIn uh, posts and sure. uh, newsletter mention as well. So it's kind of nice that as we continue to grow this, we can grow that kind of sponsorship offering as well. And then again, right. can just continue to invest back into the brand. Totally. The model of the sponsorships, you don't have to get into specific numbers for your sponsors, but um, is the model based on that sort of cost per impression? Is it, you know, number of unique listeners? Is it more, uh, is it like lead or conversion based? What kind of model are you using? It was more on kind of the the monthly download numbers. Like we're cool. getting this many monthly downloads, which means that many people are going to hear your message uh, every month. Yeah. Um, and so that was kind of that was what we based it off of, kind of a percentage of that. 
Okay, cool. And, and where do you, do you put ads in there or do you mention them? And have you had any response back from your advertisers, your sponsors? Yeah, we have. Um, so uh, our, our sponsors are Aircule, um, E-R-C-U-L-E. Um, they're an uh, organic growth agency. Worked with them a couple of times. I'm actually an advisor for them. They're an incredible team. Nice. Super smart folks. And then Teal. Um, Teal is um, AI-powered career growth, right? Oh, so cool. Things like you're taking your resume and you're dropping in the job description of the job you're super interested in and they are kind of like, ooh, you're missing kind of these verbs and these things and you might need some more kind of, um, you know, like proof of with, with some hard numbers attached to them to, to be at the top of the stack for this role here. So super interesting company. They're growing. They're doing some really incredible things. So yeah, we're, we're doing um, kind of a, a pre- before the show starts, kind of mention for Keel, a mid-roll mention for Teal on the actual podcast. Um, and then Teal has a little bit larger sponsorship package. So they also get uh, social media posts and um, uh, newsletter mention as well. Um, we're doing some creative refreshes along the way just to make sure it's not like stale and people are just kind of scrolling past it every time they, they open the email or, you know, jumping ahead once they get into the, the podcast. Um, we've heard great things from Aircule. They've been a sponsor a little bit longer. And so, uh, they've gotten a number of leads from those who have listened to our podcast. Um, I do have some numbers too. I, you know, use UTM codes and tracking on some of the links, uh, from our email newsletters and from our social posts. Um, it's funny, actually our, our posts about Teal are some of our, um, most engaging posts on on the that's marketing baby LinkedIn page, uh, which was actually a shocker to me, but um, oh, yeah. but great, I'm really happy about that. I think that's awesome. So, um, yeah, getting great engagement and and uh, definitely some returns on that as well, which is awesome for for them and for us. So good. I could talk to you all day about this, <laughs> all these different things, but I have one final question for you, which is. Let's get in a time machine, but let's go forward. We get to chat again, and let's definitely do this. Uh, maybe before this, but 50 episodes from now. So if you've, you've done 50 more episodes of your podcast. You're that much more into the future. What do you want your show to look like, sound like? What are people saying about it? Yeah. Oh, man. This is, uh, I love this question because I get to dream. Yeah. Um, people are, sharing it like crazy, saying that they have learned so much from us, leveled up their career, um, used the things they learned from us to be really successful at work, um, you know, boost that campaign or like hit the numbers they needed to every quarter. Um, so feedback like that would be like, uh, amazing to hear. Um, you know, and I think, let's see, 50 episodes would be probably more than a year from now, right? Oh, so year, we're right. talking. Um, we're that, maybe we're that that months point, away, like you're talking about. Yeah, we could be to that point. I, I don't know. Um, I mean, we're talking, I'm hoping at that point we have a course that uh, has come out that has, um, you know, been taken at least by a, a one small cohort of people who have really enjoyed it and have passed that on. Um I would love someday, I don't know if this is in 50 episodes or not, but for Susan and I to to do a bit of consulting as well, you know, like 
let us kind of flex those muscles and and help your company um, kind of listen to your problems and your questions and give you guidance. Um, yeah, I think our our the thing we love to do most is just like help people um, because we've been doing this a while in different capacities and and we just know it's not rocket science. It's not curing cancer, but it is stressful. You know, I think sometimes we feel like we have um, a, a business on our back, like we're the ones yeah. trying to bring in the leads and and make sure people know about the brand and think it's cool and think it's fun. And we're writing all the things and we're putting all the ads out there and, and we love our work. And so I want, I, I just want people to feel like they can come and learn something from us and be even better at something that they love Mm. to do. So good. I can't wait. Let's see. We'll travel into the future together. We'll see what's what happens. We'll, we'll stay in touch and, where can people let's let's talk about now where people go to get the podcast newsletter? How do they sign up for all these yeah. things? Absolutely, uh, it's that's marketing baby. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, iHeart, all of the podcast places. Um, we have a LinkedIn page. We have a YouTube page. This is Again, new now. Uh, where we are now recording video, um, which is very exciting. So we have some some video clips we can put out there. Definitely. Um, so find us on YouTube. And then you can find me on LinkedIn, um, Jess Cook, uh, and um, you can find Susan there as well. Um, yeah. And and we love to connect and 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 hear from people. So please please reach out. Oh man, we will link to all of these things in the show notes for those listening. Don't even worry about typing and doing whatever. You keep mowing <laughs> the lawn. Just click on the link in the show notes awesome. to do that. Jess, this has been so much fun. Thank you so much for coming on here. Just hanging out with me. We have had our own time warp. I don't know if you've looked at the clock, but we just like dematerialized an hour almost. And it's been such a great time. So thank you for coming on here. Thank you, Casey. I know I mentioned this earlier, but this is such a fun thing to talk about. Usually I'm on a podcast to talk about like what I'm doing at work. So thank you for allowing me to come on and and talk about like my, my side gig, my passion project. This has been a blast. Heck yeah. Side gig, passion project for now. That's right. Take over this planet with uh, your amazing brand, and I can't. You sign me up already. I can see the sticker that I'm going to put on my laptop and the water bottle. You know. Oh, hundred percent. I'm in. I'm totally in. Brilliant. For those listening, (laughs) if you learn something, go check out this pod. Go stay in the loop. It's going places. But if you learn something, and I freaking know you did, because I literally have two pages notes front and back over here. I've run out of space. I'm in the margins and everything. If you learn like I did, then go share this episode with one person. That's thought leadership. Somebody needs to hear this. Somebody needs to, you know, they're they're struggling with maybe sponsorships or filling that gap with their podcast. This is the pod. This is the episode for them to hear. Share it with them. Again, Jess, you are freaking awesome. Thank you again for being on here. Likewise, Casey. Thanks for having me. All right, everyone. This is it. This is the Creating the Greatest Show. We will see you all next time. And next time doesn't have to be next week. Life's too short and we have way too much to talk about. Find show notes full of takeaways, lessons, and links at creatingthegreatestshow.com. For more information on launching your own podcast or working with us to produce your existing show, come on down to the big tent at ringmaster.com. Until then, friends, whatever you do, do it with all your might. 
work at it if necessary early and late in season and out of season not leaving a stone unturned and never deferring for a single hour that which can be done just as well now pt barnum